Welcome to everyone, as Hashem continue in Hilchus Tefillah, Simon Kof Yud, Sif, Dalit Sif, Katan Chaf, Shir number 265, and specifically we are discussing Tefillah's Haderech. And the Mechaber tells us that Tzorich Lo'omra Beloshin Rabin, you should say Tefillah's Haderech in a plural Loshin. Says the Mishnah Brura, why should you say plural? Bedavka Betfilah Hakaful Rabin, it's only by a Tefillah which is set for the Rabin. However, when a person wants to ask for a certain request from Hashem, only for himself, in that case, you don't have to necessarily, you don't have to ask in the Lashen Rabbim. You're asking for yourself, fine. But when it's a Tefillah Kavul Rabbim, such as Tefillah Sederich, then... You should say Belashin Rabim. And we had mentioned yesterday from the Magin of Ram that when you say Tvila Saderach over here in Balakinwood, wherever you are, it can help someone across the other end of the world. That's what we said yesterday from the Magin of Ram and Simhafko Samichai Siv Kotan Aleph. We ask Bataya he should be involved in Lima Tayra while you're traveling. <coughs> it's interesting how he doesn't bring the Pasuk of Alech to Khvaderich. Okay, but he says Ukvar Amru Hamahalich Baderich Mefan Libul of Atala. Based on the Mishnah Perkyavas, person who is traveling on the road and he's Mefana Liboy Levatola, he takes his mind off to nonsense. Mishayev Benavsha, he's responsible for his nefesh. In other words, it's a serious situation that he's not focusing on Limratayra. Doesn't mean the whole entire time, but he should be focusing on Limratayra. Put on a nice, I was about to say tape. You know what a tape is? <laughs> okay. So you put on a nice shear or something. Medieval was Hatrack, hatrack, right, exactly, yeah. Don't delve into the depths of halacha. Based on Gemara and Tanya's Dafyud, because if you delve into the topic, the Suyud, too deeply, you get too busy with your halacha and you won't be focusing on the traveling. However, the Magin of Ram says that it could be if you were sitting in the wagon, or let's say you're not the driver, you are being driven. Someone else is riding, driving the horses, or in this case, he's driving the car, or whatever it might be. Shari afilu iyun, then even iyun would be um, permissible or or uh, encouraged because you're not losing out on anything, right? So the driver is driving, and you are delving into the toisvus. Person who travels should not travel with a full stomach. Why? Because when a person has a full stomach, it's possible he can give an upset, upset stomach. If he's traveling, it could cause him an upset stomach. Everyone should travel with some food, with some bread. It doesn't mean, mean literally bread, but some food with you. Even if you're traveling, to, uh, from a one close location to another close location. Now in those days they had no wawas, they had no uh, nothing to convenience stores to start, you know, gas stations to buy anything. So it was more of a concern. Because there are times, that things do happen, dangerous things happen. A tire breaks, a, a flat tire or something. Before you know it, hours go by, you haven't eaten anything. Now he's telling us, first we discussed the physical uh, discussions of traveling properly and safely, and there's an argument that can be made, or an eight, so you could say perhaps, 
that when you travel, it's good to have the safety kits in your in your car. Maybe maybe one can learn from this. You know, they say travel the blanket in your trunk. They say have uh, those those uh, red things. What are they called? Flares. The flares. You know, I'm talking to myself. You know, what I'm saying. You know, the same way you should be safe, and he's giving other examples of being safe in your travel. It could be you should get a safety kit. Uh, they also make um, these small. They've been doing. They made this already for decades, but now it's very small. A a charger for your battery. So you just keep it in your car. I have I have it. Your charger. You know, it's not expensive, and this way you don't have to find cables, find someone to boost you. You just go do it yourself. You're good to go. Okay. He says further in the Mishnah Rura, now he's discussing that you should make sure you take your film with you. Take your thousand film with you when you travel. Even if your intention is to travel a short distance and you can come home the same day, because something might happen beyond your wildest dreams and before you know it, you missed out on the mitzvah. Over Avonisenu Harabim, the Chavetz Chaim, now here in the Mishnah Rur, he says, unfortunately, people, because of the, mis- the avayers we have and mistakes we make, people travel; they don't even take their tefillin with them. What do they rely on? They rely on the fact that they're going to borrow from other people. And this is actually, a, unfortunately, a big Avera. Why? What's a big Avera? What did I do wrong? He says, Number one, they're waiting to borrow some else's tefillin and they're, they miss the Zman, the Kriyashma. That's number one. Number two, When they wait until the tefillin come, then uh, they're going to miss this Number two, and this is a very common, common, common problem. Did I say it's common? It's a common problem. People borrow tefillin, and they they don't check to make sure that it's the right size. And I've I mentioned a story in the past. I'll say it again. I once went over to somebody well, more than once, but one of the times I went over to somebody and I. Mentioned to him that it looks like his tefillin is a little below his hairline. So he says to me, oh, it's not my tefillin, I'm borrowing them. So now I have another issue. Can I make the person's tefillin that he's borrowing small? I have to ask that person permission. But it gets worse. It gets worse. Okay, you ready for this? The person says to me, because he hears the conversation, a seat back behind us, and, and this is all with good intention, but lack of knowledge. Okay. The man says, oh, it's no big deal. I'm wearing my Rashi tefillin. I gave him the Rabbeinu Tam tefillin. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. So, in the meantime, he he never put on Rashi tefillin. And I'm thinking, like, oh, how do I deal with this now? Like, how do I tell the person? That doesn't cut it. I don't remember what I did after that. Honestly, I have no recollection. Okay? I was just, my heart dropped. That's that's all I know. Because here, the, the people tried to do the right thing. They try to do chesed, blend to someone else. In the meantime, it was it was literally because the, the the first person's very big. I mean, like I mean, like six four, like like a linebacker, you know. What I'm saying, you know, and 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 the other person was like, 
you know, smaller size. And it was, it was almost on his nose. I'm telling you, it was almost, it was almost on his nose. And, and he was, it wasn't even tefillin, though, for him, because he had to put on Rashi tefillin. Rabbeinu Tam is very nice. But you had to put on Rashi tefillin. This is my Shoy Kachoya. I didn't read this in the art school book. I, I myself was involved with this. Okay. So he says here, take your tefillin with you. Now, if you have to borrow tefillin from someone else, I want to suggest, before you make the bracha, don't put on the shalyad yet. Have in mind, I'm not doing the mitzvah. Try it on for size. Try on the shalrosh, try it on for size. After you see it's the right size, put it back down, and then put on your shalyad, and then put on the shalrosh. Because you don't want to put it on, then you realize it's falling down off your, your head, it's down on your forehead, and you're not doing the mitzvah, and you made a, it, it's a whole mess. Somebody else has to fill in and you adjust it so it fits you when you're done. You have to re- readjust it to go back. You know what's. <laughs> you're going to readjust it so it's down here on you. you so you're saying you know what it was? If, if, the, if the original owner is still there. Oh, if he's there. Then, you know, you, you have his head to deal with also. You know, put it back on. If he's not there, the, the general understanding is like this. You know, like if you have a belt and there's a certain. Mark, mark on the belt. Let's say you lose 20 pounds. What happens? You have to make it smaller now. That first mark is very visible. Okay, that's a muscle. The nimshel is like this. The original spot of the ritsuis, there's a mark. It's very visible because it's it was it was like almost imprinted inside the straps. It's leather, just like your belt is leather, right? Lahavdel, right? But it's leather. Okay, so it's not so difficult. If, if you don't know what you're doing, then don't start. Playing games, you know. But uh, if you ever see me, I'm, I, I can help you with that. Please let me know. I can't. I don't know how to adjust. Mine. If a person does not know how to adjust fillin, he should definitely not start playing games with it, uh, and, and he should he should always take his fillin with him, and before he lends it to someone else, because like you said, you don't want to be a tzaddik in the wrong way. Right. Make sure it, it you know it fits the person's head. Okay, let's go further here in Sifkod and Chaf Aleph where the Mechaber tells us on the top of the page, mm-hmm. He's saying if it's possible that when you're saying Tvil Zederech to say it's stationary in one one place, that's ideal. Referring to the, the caravan that was traveling in those days together, they're going to wait. So you started on your road, which we'll see in Sif Zayin. At what point in time do you say Tvil Tzederich? And if they, we'll see it's going to be a parsa. After a parsa of, of traveling, then you would say Tvil Tzederich. And we're saying here, if they would stop, you should say it's standing still. If you're riding an animal, you do not have to go down. Because going up and down is a burden. But rather, you should keep the animal stationary if it's possible. Because in Yerkov, if um, you're riding on the animal, it's like you're moving. And it's it's like you're walking. It's ideal to be stationary. If you're sitting in the wagon, and nowadays you're sitting in the car, you're in the bus, you're in the... You're in a uh, train, plane, so obviously it's not a big deal um, to to say Tfilas Derech with proper kavan. El Lahamid, Hasusim, Im Efshaloi, 
but rather if you can keep the horses stationary as possible in those days, then try to do so. Um, before we go to Sefei, just a short Maisa with Rabbi Lachon Oasman. I believe I heard this Maisa with Rabbi Lachon and the Zechazalim Vracha Hashem Yikam Domai, where there was this horrific storm on the boat, and and uh, people didn't know what you know if they're going to even survive. And when they got up the boat, they asked Rabbi Lachon. If he's okay, you know, because <clears throat> going on a boat could cause a lot of seasickness and, and, and dizziness. So he was in the bottom of the boat, and his response was, what, what, what's your question? Why would I not be okay? What happened? So, well, they had this terrible storm. So he said back, well, I said, Tfilah Tzedarach. I, I said, Tfilah Tzedarach. <laughs> I don't know, like, what... <laughs> So for him, he said Tfilas Adarach, he had a total good, you know, his Tfilas Adarach was a Tfilas Adarach that he was not affected by anything that was going on on top. Back in the Mechaber and top of the page, if hey, how many times you say Tfilas Adarach when you're traveling? Let's say you go through four or five states in one day. It's not a, you know, it's a very, very possibility. You go from Philadelphia to, to New York, you pass New Jersey, right? Countries. countries, you go to different countries, right? You know, so you do a lot of traveling. Only once a day. Even if you take a break and you rest in the middle of the day, you only say it once a day. What if your intention is to to rest in the city? And afterwards, you change your mind and you decide to continue going or you want to go back home. So in this case, so in this case, since you're, you change your mind, you would say it a second time because originally your intention was to sleep over. So then basically it's like your Masih Das as we'll see in the Mishnah Brewer. You took your mind off of that tefillah tzederich, your Messiah does. You took your mind off of it, so now you have to do it again. So tefillah tzederich again. Says the Mishnah Rura. I'll give you an example. Let's say you know you figure you're going to stay over at a hotel. So your mindset is you're going to stop, go to the hotel, you can go check in. Then, as you pull over, you get yourself caffeinated. You have a cup of coffee. And it's a very strong cup of coffee. You're like, you know what? You say, okay, I'm going to go for it. And you keep on traveling. But now you're Messiah Das. So now you have to say, Nutfil Sadarach. That's what he's saying here. Says the Mishabur Perush that you say, Tfil Sadarach once every day. Every time he's, he's traveling, it's a new day. So it's Nutfil Sadarach. So sometimes people go cross country. I know somebody went from here to Minnesota. He drove. Okay, and then he went after that, he went to Arizona. Okay. Um, so every day is a new Tfilah Sederach. So, in the Nuach, or Tzulayma, she misakiv sham, eizah shoyz, kadeh lo Nuach, v'achakach, choyzer, v'hoylech, l'darkoy. If you take a little break, and afterwards, choyzer, v'hoylech, l'darkoy, then you continue on your road. Kevin, kishenoch, b'ir, daitoy, hoyolach, zovalaylech. Since when you rested in the city, 
your intention was to continue traveling, you don't have to go make a new bracha. However, it's the same case. Even if you rest in the the city in the middle of the day, so he says here that Davi has a chadas that ain't sorech loymar. And he was reading again from the Gimel Chaver here. Ain't sorech loymar. All you sell a pamaches biyoyim. Afilu yanuach biir. Bemsim avolim daito lalum biir. What if your intention was to sleep over at night and then you change your mind since you have a hesach hadas? Explains the Mishnah Rura. You had to make a new bracha, new tefila. Tefila is a derech. The kol shekain imulon, but derech bushpiz balayla ditzorech levarech baboyke. If you stop by a hotel at night. Then in the morning you have to make a new bracha. However, listen to this case now. This is our uh, coffee case. Ach im He's traveling the whole entire night. He's mamish, the red-eyed traveler. The He didn't have a sleepover at the hotel. He just went for a few minutes to rest, you know, and, and then he got a second wind and he continued. Then, in this case, don't make a bracha at the end. Say it without the conclusion of the of the of the chasim, the conclusion of the bracha. Okay. You should still say it though, right? So, still say it. Let's continue now with sif vav. The Maharami Rittenberg. Who was the Maharami Rittenberg? The Maharami Rittenberg was the Rebbe of the Rosh, Rabbeinu Asher. And just to understand, we have the Tor, which the Shulchan Aruch is based on the Tor. The Tor is of Yaakov Balaturim, is the son of the Rosh, who is the Talmud of the Maharami Rittenberg. So basically, the halachas that we have can, can be understood is coming from the Maharami Rittenberg. When he would travel in the morning, so he would say after he would And he would put it after the bracha by birchas hashachar he would he would say it then, right? So in the, by the berachas hashachar in the morning you say goyim lechasadim toivim, right? That's when he would say the idea bracha smucha verta because it would be a bracha which is connected to its friend. What does it mean the bracha smucha verta? So how does he how does it feel to start? Does it start with the baruch? He writes. Doesn't start with the with, with a baruch. So in order to connect it to a baruch, he would say goyim lechasadim. And then he wrote so. Now, that's not our minhok. That's not our custom. Let's take a look here at the Mishra Sivkad and Chavzayin first, and then I'll share with you different approaches. Sometimes he had to go travel before he even David, which we learned ideally you should not do that. But what would he do first? He would say the brachas on the road. Because at the very least, it's best to say the Berchus Hashachar before you really make your trip. He would connect the Tfilos Haderech after 
the Yihirotzon of Goymel Chasodim. But when you're traveling after you finish davening everything, you cannot say before the because really, as we'll see in Siv Zayin, you should not be reciting until you're on the road. You have to be traveling already. That's 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 when you would say You have to be traveling already. Siv Kotten Chof Ches. So we have over here that um, he would do this because he wants to say, make it a Bracha Smuch Chaverito, Sheinu Pesaches Baruch, as we explained, it does not begin with Baruch. I mean, if you go in the middle of the day, you eat or drink something, and you should make the bracha achroina or use the facilities, use the bathroom, and after you say ashiyotzar, you continue with the, in other words, uh, why you continue traveling, you say and then feel the derech. Of a magam she'ein yochel asloi's calls in a situation where you can't do this. Could go in she'ein loya alma levarech. You don't have any food. Vigam yoshev agolo bein anoshem einam roitzim lamtin alov atsher v'yayale. He's also not the only one traveling. He's with with other people, and they don't want to wait for him until he gets on and off to in order to make the bracha. Turning the page in some editions, Zafal Pichain, Moto Lomet Tfilas Aderech. He can still say Tfilas Aderech. Even if you are not semich the the to bracha smuchel chaverita, and that was in fact apparently the minig of the chazanish and the stipler, that they would say tefilas aderech, even if they were not semich lechaverita, so they would not make a bracha achreina first or ashiyotzer first. They come rishon mesayvin that tefilas aderech ain't zuchel shetiyas smuchel chaverita, because many rishonim say that tefilas aderech does not need. To be connected to its friend Bracha. It says here is an interesting minute. He says to ask permission from the Gedolim, from the leaders, from the elders, before a person leaves and travels on the road. And he says there's a source for this based in the, in the Chazal, how it says Nimlochim Misanhedrin, that they would. Be nimlochim with Sanhedrin. What does it mean to be nimlochim with Sanhedrin? Says Rashi, not l'rishus kadeshis palo alehem. They ask that that uh, permission to leave, so to say, that um, Sanhedrin would daven for these people to have a safe trip. Very timely because it's erev Pesach and the first blot of Maseches Psachim. You should enter in the city when it's day. You should leave when it's day. You should not travel if you can avoid it at night. Now, in those days, it was even much more serious. There were no street lights, of course, and you have many places here also, no street lights, but at least we have headlights. They only had some torches, right? So that's why, uh, even nowadays, it's better to travel by day if it's possible. Um, it's still true in Philly. I'm sorry? It's still true in Philly. It's that what? Don't travel by day. Oh, so, <laughs> still true in Philly. Don't travel by at night. Yeah, that's that. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's telling us that you could, you know, the good time to travel is after sunrise, 
and before sunset. That the Shem Yipol Vaches Meabchasim, because he might fall Chasham onto the di- one of the ditches. Where you know where the ditches are in the road, when you're close to your city, you're familiar with it. If you're not traveling by yourself, because traveling by yourself is a concern of mazikim, of damagers, uh, as discussed also in Psachim, Avi Psachim, then um, also in Ginyam Brachas. Then, um, if you travel with someone else, it's not a problem of the mazikim. And, and since you know the road, you know where the potholes are, for example, then you know to, how to avoid them. The Ramah in Yeridea in Simon Reish Pei Hei Siv Beis, he says that before a person leaves, he doesn't bring the full text. I believe it's in your sitter in the back after Shacharis. Uh, in the Samasadorim, it says that you should put your hand on the mezuzah and say, Hashem Yishmar Tzaisi, Hashem should protect and guard my my going out. The Kavachayim writes, She Ishtadol HaHoyleich Lederech, She Haseyu Shlich Mitzvah. It is appropriate that when a person is traveling on the road, that he should try to make himself a messenger for a mitzvah, because generally speaking, we say, when I say generally, unless it's Makam Hazeka, Unless it's common to have damage in that area, but a, sh- a shliach mitzvah ain't a nizaykin. One who's going on the road to do a mitzvah, he's not going to be damaged. That's why you want to be a shliach mitzvah. Or you take some money of yourself and you make a blin nether that you're going to give this money to tzdaka when you get to that destination. Um, and now I just want to point something out. A person who goes to Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael going there is a mitzvah in and of itself. You are a shtick mitzvah. You are the mitzvah. When you come back, it's good to give the stock when you come back. It's no mitzvah to go to Chutzlarts. Okay? You want to say you're coming to First Seder, learn. Okay, fine. That's, that's, that's a mitzvah. No, when you come back to, Eretz, to First Seder, that's a mitzvah. Right? Okay. Oh, that's you're saying. That's like Eretz. Okay. The Chaznish is like you. Okay. Now, what about making a bracha rishayna? Let's conclude with this for this morning. What about making a bracha rishayna and then being semich the the tefilas Can you do that? Can you make a bracha rishayna and then say tefilas afterwards? So the place here might not so comfortable with this approach, and the reason for this is what? What do you do after you make a bracha rishayna? What do you have to do? You make a baruch atah Hashem lechem priya eats. Well, before you do that, you have to. You, you have, have to? to drink, you have to drink. You have to you eat, drink. Is it, 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 it. Yeah. Well, it's not a mitzvah. You, you do the act. The, yeah, yeah, correct, correct. Right? After you make a bracha and the apple, you have to eat the apple. Right? So that's why, if you look at the Mishnah Brura, it's Meduyuk. He says, in Sifkan Chavches, number 28, he says, You see that? That's why he says to make a bracha achroin, because... You can't make a bracha rishayna and then and then drink that item or eat that fruit because that could be a hafsik. However, it's interesting to note that the Mishnah Brura in Simon Reish Tess says the achila ain't a hafsik. Kevin shebracha rishayna nechshavus lebracha kitzara that the eating is not a hafsik. The Chassam Sefer says it is a hafsik, but um, okay. Fine, different opinions. It seems like it might be best to do with the bracha achreina, according to all opinions. Let's stop here. It's